Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Who's from the haters? Point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah. Watch your hair, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one. Let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if them bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause them bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to him, What's going on, everybody? This is the feed to Embiid. I am your host, Austin Krell. So the Sixers had a good week for the most part. They followed up their their uh, you know, their great homestand with uh, with with, th- with three of four great games. Um, they were in Toronto on Monday, the scene of the crime. The last time the team has played, obviously, as you know, the uh, the the. the, the Famous Kawhi Leonard shot her around the world, um, and it looked like for a while they were going to pounce on the Raptors and they were going to take control. Um, they, they got out fast, and then Raptors kept battling, kept battling, kept battling, and the Sixers, you know, they were in a hole going into the going into the uh, the middle stages of the third quarter. They trailed by as many as seven, and then Ben Simmons sort of got very aggressive and kept them in it. Um, and it was a really a close game throughout the fourth throughout the uh, throughout the fourth quarter. Um, and what happened uh, was that they just couldn't really buy one down the stretch. It was a bunch of missed shots down the stretch. The Raptors were able to the Sixers I think led by as much as five in the fourth quarter late in the fourth quarter. Raptors were able to sort of, uh, you know, just capitalize on, on opportunities. Bad luck by the Sixers, and the Raptors win the game by five, really by three, because Siakam got a breakaway dunk in like the final seconds to close it. Um, but it was a weird game just because um, a lot of uncharacteristic performances for the Sixers um, and for the Raptors. Marcus Gasol was one of eight, I think, from three, and he only had like three points all night. Um, Josh Richardson missed three free throws in a row, but mo- but most uncharacteristic of all was Joel Embiid. He shot 0 of 11 from the field, his and 0 of 3 from the free throw line. His first ever scoreless game. He had 13 rebounds though, but still, your franchise player with zero points is unacceptable, no matter how you cut it. Um, people want to say, uh, you know, blame it all on Embiid, um, or they want to. The, the, you know that the, they want to say like oh it's oh it's just simply you know it's oh well, we were so close uh 
you know, it's a frustrating loss, but you know, they're right there. Yeah, they're right there. It was it was close, and you you, you should have won the game. You would have won the game if MB just made a shot. Um, but I thought this was the team that lost their superstar, and you still lose to them after all you've been through with this team. Um, I kind of I, I don't really pin the blame on Embiid for his bad performance, although that might seem like ludicrous to some. But if you're really smart, you, you know why it's not Embiid's fault. Um, ben Simmons, because Ben Simmons can't shoot, you got to play him in the post in the half court, and as a result, that in order to create that spacing necessary to be an effective offense, that means Embiid has to come outside, which is already forcing him to play outside. Then when he starts out slowly and it's not really working for him, it's on Brett Brown to get him a look in the post and to get him a look under the basket to get him going. Something easy, a bunny. And he didn't do that. So Ben Simmons not being able to shoot and Brett Brown not really calling for him to get an easy look around the rim to get him started that's why Embiid went 0 for 11. Sure, Embiid shot the shots, but he was put in a bad spot by his teammates, or by by by, by you know his coach and and his teammate. And we don't often talk about that because he's so dominant usually. But this game is a product of the pieces around him, so that's why I blame Brett Brown. I mean, this is something that's been, that's been going on for a while. But only now is it really something that you should touch on because he went 0 of 11 in a game of this magnitude. So they lose that game at 11 and 6. They then come home to play Sacramento. Uh, the Kings are a very mediocre team. They're 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 fun. They're young. They like to run. Um, but the Sixers should have blown their doors off, especially with Embiid coming back from the uh, you know re, you know he wants to come out and show out after the after the. Uh, the game in Toronto on Monday. He had 33 points in this game. Um, he was very active, very aggressive early on. Um, but the Sixers just couldn't pull away from the Kings. They led by as many as 17 in the fourth. Kings ultimately came back to make it a close-ish game. Um, it really was just underperforming all the way around. It was turnovers, the usual. And the Sixers went by six, though. And then... They had it was just sort of a blah game. It was like a whatever, not really a fun one, not an exciting one, but they win the game, um, and they you know they they lead by six although they they win by six although they led by as many as seventeen. Um, and they head to New York. No Josh Richardson, no Kyle O'Quinn, um, and there's a bunch and no Al Horford, and the Sixers. Fall by fall behind by as many as sixteen in the game, early on. I mean, this was the worst half of basketball I've seen them play in in the years. Um, and then I'm, you know, I think Brett Brown probably ate into them at halftime, and they came out in the second half and they really started to make some inroads. They punished the Knicks in the second half, outscored them by eighteen, and NBA twenty seven. Ben Simmons had a key steal late in the game, and the Sixers beat the Knicks by six. Uh, in Madison Square Garden, Norvell Pell made his NBA debut. He had one point, a couple of blocks, a couple of rebounds. And he really just, he really just provided a spark in terms of defense off the bench. He was tremendous. James Ennis also had 20 points in this game. He was phenomenal. 
he brought them a shooting spark that they really needed after being so cold from three of the last couple games. And he was, it was just a welcome sight from him. Um, but, you know, that, that was the first game of a, of a back-to-back. Then you had Indiana come into town. Uh, Indiana, obviously, with, with T.J. Warren and Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon. And the Sixers now have Al Horford back. But there's no Josh Richardson due to his hamstring. Um, Sixers led by as many as 15 in the fir- in this first half. Pacers clawed all the way back to tie the game up. And then after that, it was really just back and forth, just, you know, a shootout for much of this game. Um, the, the, the Sixers' defense was largely sort of blah. It, it was really disappointing for the most part. Both teams really, I mean, they had 93 points each heading into the fourth quarter, and they're the, the third and fourth best-rated defenses in the NBA. Uh, the Sixers really tightened things up in that uh, fourth quarter for, you know, for, for the most part. Um, they trailed by, I think, one with like a minute left. Tobias Harris turned the ball over, um, and it looked like the Sixers were going to be in dire straits. The 20 seconds left, the Pacers had the ball. Ben Simmons stole the ball, hands it, uh, you know, gets it off to Tobias Harris. He dunks it home. Sixers take the lead. Sixers, ben Simmons steals it again on an inbound. They foul Harris. He makes both. The Sixers foul to prevent the three, which is an interesting strategy because it's not something I recall Brett Brown ever really using. Um, but it is what it is. You know, it, it's, it's a strategy that some people hate, some people love. I personally am not a fan of it. I say defend them, make them, you know, you know, don't put the pressure back on yourself to make free throws. Make them make a tough shot. Um, but that's what he elected to do, and it worked out in this case. Pacers had one more chance. They threw it, went to the court. Ben Simmons intercepted it. Three steals in the final 13 seconds for Ben Simmons. Six moved to 14-6. and six. They win three out of four on the week. And they're looking very, very good right now. They're lucky. I'd say, I'd say they're pretty lucky at times. They're not blowing out teams like they should be. I mean, after all, we're talking about a team that has a – Pretty alarming point differential for a team that's this good. Their point differential is only 4.6. Um, and, you know, just to put it in perspective, the Bucks 10.9 point differential. Toronto Raptors, 9.1. Heat, 6.3. Celtics, 6.2. Sixers, 4.6. So you got to start winning games more handily. I get it. You're trying to, you know, find this chemistry, find this balance with guys being in and out of the lineup inconsistently, but you got to start blowing teams out. It because you know these little these cute little close games they're not you know you you have to make statements by winning against bad teams. Not just winning, blowing them out. 6 points against the Kings isn't going to do it. 6 points against the Knicks isn't going to do it. Um 1 point against the Cavaliers isn't going to do it. You got to start blowing teams away. Um and that's how you make a name for yourself in this in this league. Now Utah's coming to town tomorrow, and uh, they the Sixers lost to Utah by two in their building a couple weeks ago. Ben Simmons uh, missed most of that game with, with with the shoulder sprain, so I'm sure they'll look for revenge there. Key to that game is obviously to 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 defend the pick and roll much better than they than they did in that Utah in that game in Utah. Um, first, you're not going to drop on Donovan Mitchell again. He cr- he was killing the Sixers last time um, when, when, when they played because of the drop coverage with Embiid. Um, 
You're also going to account for Rudy Gobert better. I know he's long, I know he's athletic. You just got to follow him. You got to communicate on the pick and roll. You got to not commit two men to the roller and then to the ball handler and watch Boyan Bogdanovich roll and pop for a three. They got to take care of the pick and roll better. And I think lately the Sixers pick and roll defense has been much, much, much better. They've been switching more. It's been effective. And I think switching against this team can really turn off Donovan Mitchell. And it can make Rudy Gobert's life more difficult in terms of getting open. If the Sixers should win this game, I would guess they win by 11. They win um, 110 to 99. Then their Sixers go to the Washington Wizards in D.C. on Thursday. That's Bradley Beal. Um, their Wizards, as, as sort of mediocre as they are, turning towards bad, they have one of the top-rated offenses in the NBA. They're scoring a ton of points every night, and Bradley Beal's leading the charge. You want to slow down the Wizards' offense, you got to keep Bradley Beal in front of you. you got to talk on screens. They're going to try to get him open for threes. Um you got to just keep him in front of you. We also got to take care of their shooters too. They have Davis Bertans. They have Isaiah Thomas. If you can keep, if you if you can keep your defense disciplined and honest, and not let them collapse in the interior when when guys attack, and they they can't kick the shooter so easily, and then they can't make shots from outside. If you cut off those threes, which I know the threes are an emphasis for Brett Brown, and if you can communicate and keep Bradley Beal covered, I'd probably put Ben Simmons on Bradley Beal. Um, if you can do those two things, you win this game handily. I am going to say the Wizards win it um, 113-109. to December 7th, you have the Cavs in Philly. Uh, the third time they played this year. The last time the Sixers won by 19 in Cleveland. This game is simple. You've played them three times. Just you know, take, it, take care of business on your home court. Don't let Jordan Clarkson get hot. Don't let Colin Sexton get in the pain, in the pain too close. And the difference in the last two affairs was, first time you played the Cavs, they had 58 points in the paint. Last time it was 48. Differences was you won by one the first time and you won by 19 in the last time. Sure up that defense, keep that interior protected. Don't let the bigs get easy looks in the paint because then it opens up the entire offense for when they, for if, if, if you're trying to, you know, they're trying to shut down the paint with 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 a, with a bunch of guys on one. Um, and then you know they're they're kicking the corners and and they're 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 finding their shooters. So you gotta take care of the interior and keep yourself disciplined. Don't let Sexton get too open on the screen. He loves the screen. He loves to to, to get up in the mid range area and irritate you there. Then you have a back to back. You have the Toronto Raptors on Sunday, December eighth, coming to Philly. That's gonna be an enormous game. Um, I would put. Ben Simmons on Siakam at all times. Embiid has to get him. You have to get Embiid under the basket and really get him going early. Get his confidence up. Get him out of his own head. Um, take care of the basketball, obviously, and account for the shooters. If Pascal Siakam drives, trust that your big's going to be there to, 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 to turn him off at the rim. Don't let your shooter. Don't let your your perimeter defenders break down and try to help. Overhelp too much because then you'll find they'll find their shooters and their shooters are very good. Um, the Sixers should win both Saturday and Sunday. Saturday they win one sixteen to ninety nine. Sunday against Toronto they win one oh five to ninety eight. Um, so the, they'll look. The Sixers are going to look to 
build on what they've already established this last week, 14 and 6. We would love to get them to 18 and 6 by the end of, by the end of next week. I'm going to say seven days from now, they will be uh, 17 and 7. Um, I know this is kind of a quick episode tonight. I apologize. Very busy. Uh, lots going on. And um, But the column will be back next week. And we're going to start, I think I'm going to go with the longer, uh, with, the sh- with the shorter episodes every every night uh, for post-game coverages. That's probably, I think that's a, a more effective and a more committed and more valuable way to do the podcast. But this is, for now, this is just going to be a week episode. Um, a review of last week, a preview for this upcoming week. Um, but a word from our sponsors. Do you like shotgunning beer? Do you want to increase your shotgun time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. Also a tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code PRESTACOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The fee to imbued in the same protected by U.S. copyright laws and production distribution of and permission is prohibited. Copyright the fee to imbued 2019. As always, thank you for listening to the fee to imbued, and we will see you next time following the Sixers win against the Jazz. That's right, tomorrow night.